This is my only show right now. Well, this one in full screen, which we still have to get together and do uh, the Amazing Spider-Man episode, which I think is going to be is going to be pretty epic because. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. It's 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 been it's been so long now. I feel like we missed the. Uh, we could just re- double I, off. We could record Terp and uh, <laughs> which we call it, and just send it to both streams. That's true. Yeah. I think it. I think it'll be epic just because I hated it so much. That was that was perfect. That was epic. Yeah, but see, I didn't like it either. So since we both didn't really care for it, I mean, it it's probably gonna be less epic. Oh, I can switch It'll to be, liking it then. It'll be pretty short. Oh yeah, that's it. That's all. That's the last one. You want me to switch? Yeah, to I, liking I wish. It? I wish your soundboard wasn't working. <laughs> Ouch. No, no I, I can get in there and revoke your access or something. <laughs> no, that's it. I'm not gonna touch it again. Welcome to the Intellectual Radio Program, episode 36, fellas. Does it feel like to you that we're we're going up we're counting really slowly (laughs) like it feels like other podcasts are lapping us sometimes (laughs) yeah makes sense i don't know though we don't we don't miss that many weeks so that's what i'm that's what i'm feeling like like we it's not like we're wait like we know we've had a a week or two here that we didn't get to but in general we've been pretty consistent but it's you know that there's only like 52 weeks in a year right true yeah i guess that's true science always come back to science (laughs) <laughs> uh, I heard you guys. You guys did uh, uh, did an episode last week without me. Mm-hmm. Um, how did that go? Great. It was. <laughs> I haven't had a chance best. to listen yet completely, but I I did listen to you know the first fifteen minutes. That's good. Yeah, it was good. It's all right, you know. I heard your wife's theory. My oh yeah on on yeah. Uh, you having. Uh, your eye on somebody. What do they call that now? Uh, I think they still call it your eye on somebody. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. A gentleman caller is what they used to call it back in the day. You were (laughs) a gentleman caller. That's even before my day. That's, that's like, um, what's that book? The salesman guy. Uh, anyways, I'm obviously not in the right mind either. So now they just call them rapists. (laughs) That's not what we're calling Tim. So her theory from listening to you on episode 30, where are we, 34, was yeah. that, because on that episode you sort of were drilling at him for details on marriage and love and right. <laughs> other such things. So her theory after listening to that was that Tim likes somebody, she doesn't know it or she's not returning said love and uh, he's got a sad heart right now or something like that. <laughs> I don't know. I'm paraphrasing. Well, I mean, I... I'm just interested in those topics. I mean, we we talked about parenting too, which uh, which I think we've talked about on this show a couple of times. Just because I'm I'm curious, you know. Right. Yeah. So that's. You said you didn't want to talk about it, and then we talked about it. So. Well, i I haven't I haven't offered any details. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, that's that's all I want to say for now. <laughs> So when you, I have something good to report, I'll, Sorry. I'll let you know. Okay. What? Huh? Oh, when you have something good. <laughs> Let's say the world is open to you guys these days. You know, you have the internet, so you can, you know, you can find anyone in the entire world. You know, I didn't, we didn't have those things <laughs> back when I was a kid. Oh, the, the poor, the day your poor wife listens to this. So you're, you're saying <laughs> Why like, is that negative? I'm well, just I just, it just sounds like, uh, 
if my I, I think if I said that, my wife might interpret it as saying, so if you had had the choice of anybody in the world, <laughs> you might have chosen someone else. But because you were just stuck to Chattanooga, Tennessee, I, I guess I can see how that could be interpreted that way. I'm not that's trying not to the s- way I meant it. Yeah, I know, I know. Intention I'm just saying that you know, the with the internet these days, yeah, you know, yeah, the I chances know. of you finding and meeting someone that uh, is like you or, or whatever, you know, are, are greater than they used to be. So you just go on to like OkCupid or whatever they're called, Fishers of Man. I don't even know what these. What are the sites? I know of. Uh, there's the eHarmony one, and I don't know of any other other than that one. Let's let's do a good dating program here. I think we're qualified to <laughs> offer advice. <laughs> Adam and I will we hand out advice, Tim, and you can. I actually did that once. Yeah. Have you guys either ever done that before? The dating site thing. No. Oh. Yes. I did that once. Like. Before you found your true love, right? You didn't meet her. You didn't meet your wife through. Oh, no, so like, you did have the internet back when you? Yeah, but it wasn't. It still wasn't the same though. It was like you know, internet in two thousand three and four is a lot different than internet today. So it is true. You know, nowadays you know you have people who uh, have essentially kind of grown up with the internet, and the idea of meeting someone online is. Uh, it's right, fine. It doesn't, have, it doesn't have any stigma to it. Ready or to date yet? Well, I mean, they could be twenty years old now. Nothing so. counts. No. Yeah, they could. No, no, no. If you were born in '92, you essentially grew up with the internet. Um, I, I disagree. I mean, '94. I'm sorry, it's 2014. '94. That means by the time you were five years old, you would have had an, an internet connection in your house. Mm. That's what right. I mean. Essentially, growing up with it, but Kyle's linking us to the Wikipedia entry on the internet, just in case we want to. <laughs> just in case this. we want to do more more research <laughs> yeah. on that. No, but I, I did that one time, and it, it didn't go it went okay, you know. But it was just kind of a. Well, I had some bad experiences. It felt weird. It felt like uh, felt like this weird thing to do, like uh, you know, meeting someone on the internet was uh, just kind of a crazy thing. It was like this girl, like we had all the same interests because that's what those things do is they kind of match you with people who, you know, based on your likes or dislikes or whatever. But it just was kind of didn't really go anywhere beyond that. And um, and the bad thing about it is like when I started kind of feeling that way, like this isn't really going to go anywhere. I didn't really know what to do. So I just stopped responding to emails. So (laughs) (laughs) I never really officially said anything i just stopped responding <laughs> and then was it so, so like it was somebody from your area then right though so, no no it was oh. like this person was like across the country or gotcha. whatever okay so you didn't have to like deal with accidents. Yeah, did, yeah. did you guys ever ever read that article uh that jason snell wrote about meeting someone on the internet no no nope. i don't think i did ah oh, he wrote this spectacular article uh for the magazine that was about him and and how he found somebody over the internet. It's it's a great article. It really is. Uh, if you if you haven't oh. if you haven't read it, I, I would definitely give it a read. I'll I'll find I'll find what issue it's in though. I've got uh, how he met my mother. Yeah, that's what it is. I think. What? Oh, maybe it says the unlikely sequences that lead to a new life. Oh, and it's talking about his parents meeting, so that wouldn't be the via the internet. No, let me. I'll find it. You guys okay. keep talking. I'll find it. 
So I'm on eHarmony. My name is Tim, and I don't know my postal code. What else should I fill in here? You are not making me a <laughs> an account. I'm thinking that could be an interesting experiment, wouldn't it? What, don't you think? I don't. We'll put it to the <laughs> listeners and, and see. We'll we won't necessarily do it this week, but maybe that'll be our little project for <laughs> the next five episodes. Is just uh, the the intellectual radio program version of Tim, the sort of caricature <laughs> of Tim that Adam and I choose. We'll fill out a profile and then. We'll see what happens. See if we can find, can't find love for Tim on e, eHarmony or something. We, too bad they don't. We should get a sponsor, like a dating, <laughs> dating site sponsor. That would be even better. Affiliates. There you go. Anyway. They need like, um, like, uh, not dating sites, but like people who want to find someone to date, but like just friend sites, you know, like people who have, uh, People who have little kids and can't have lives, you know, they could meet other people who are exactly the same as them and, you know, have friends again. <laughs> but just internet friends? Well, no. Like, uh, oh, well, I, I guess, you know, the, the idea would be local and you could uh, meet up with people, stuff like that. It's always weird when you have kids and you go, it, it's, it's hard to hang out with people who don't have kids because they don't, you know... It's just easier with people who have kids because they get it, you know, um, when your kids are running around or whatever. Um, and then when you're hanging out with your friends who don't have kids, you know, they just kind of look at you like, uh, are you going to control those little things or, or what? <laughs> and uh, I'm like, we're trying. You don't understand. I mean, like, this is, this is, this is actually going really well right now. I, I hear you. I, I'm just thinking of the, the experience I had. I flew home today and, and on the plane there was a, a parent with her two kids a baby and a I don't know three or four year old and uh she was doing all this stuff where like like I, th- I think most people maybe I'm sure there's there's people out there who like really hate on a parent for bringing the, the who has the audacity to bring kids on a plane or something as if somehow kids should be kept you know away from any sort of public space or whatever those kind of people <laughs> but you know in general most people tend to give the especially a single parent flying the benefit of doubt and wanting to sort of help you out right and uh but man, she just did not endear herself to just like shouting at her kid to sit down. Do you want me to go get the pilot? And that kind of stuff, like right off the bat, like, I don't know, maybe it was just a bad morning and she was just having a rough go of it. But yeah. see, that's one thing I don't understand though. Like I'm, I understand kids acting up and things like that, but I don't understand parents who yell at their kids. Um, we, we live in a neighborhood where like, we're just, uh, I don't know. There's like two houses around us, um, with these absolute, uh, rednecks um who just you know they just yell at their kids all day long seriously like they come out on the porch and and just yell at the top of their lungs time to come home and i'm like why don't you just walk down the street to where they are instead of stand there and yell you know and maybe if a kid doesn't obey you know doesn't listen to you maybe the solution isn't to yell louder and you know make threats maybe the solution is to actually you know do something about it so that they don't do it again. I don't know. I, that's just one thing that is a total pet peeve is like people who um, yell at their kids. I can understand getting to that point. Like, no, I can too. You know, but, like your kids are whatever and they're not hearing you and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, when it's like step one is yell at the top of your lungs to I mean, this sit is just down a daily occurrence. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, this is how they interact with their, with their kids. Yeah. You know, it's just this sort of, uh, you know, yelling. Yeah. It really annoys me. So what do you do about it? Do you do, you do anything? Just scowl? I yeah. I just think, man, why do I have to live around a bunch of losers? 
You know, why can't I li- why can't I be surrounded people as great as me? You know, <laughs> that's, that's something you, you're just going to deal with your whole life. I think, Adam. <laughs> I think that's the curse I have for just, you know, living among mortals or yeah, earth bound humanity, you know, so is this where we talk about Superman again? No. Okay, good. Did you guys see that logo? The logo. It was, it looks so bad, doesn't it? Superman versus Batman. Oh my oh. God. And it's funny because I, oh, so crazy. I saw this picture on Twitter um, of, of Ben Affleck as Batman. And yeah. you can tell that it's him because of the butt chin. You can see the butt chin from like <laughs> feet away. Yep. But yeah, I just don't, I don't see that going well. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it'll be a total surprise. And maybe because our expectations will be so low, it actually won't be that bad. So is but, the one I put in the chat room, that's the, that's the image we're talking about? Uh, yeah, that, well, that's the, that's the logo oh. for the new, yeah. for the well, new. Actually, no, the one I saw um, had the title underneath it, too. Oh, that's right. I, I, and I'm getting the link for the one of, uh, on Twitter. Oh, man, it's just so bad. Do they have like the gradient shading on the text? Is that? I don't. It's hard to tell what's the actual thing and what's like some guy's interpretation. I did. I did. Um, I have watched some cool movies in the last week, though. Really? Oh yeah. I saw. Uh, this is the end. Like whoa, comedy whoa, whoa, from last whoa. summer. We can't talk about that on this show. Why? We're not talking about anything else. So. <laughs> we might as well. You you had this amazing topic that I that I prepared for. I read the article and everything. Well, it's a short oh, article. We can we can we'll yeah. still get to it. Don't worry. We can talk okay. about that. This you is know? the end. No rushy. Oh, that's disappointing. It's not Jim Morrison. No, anyway, it was it was a really funny uh, comedy. Well, that's where the and, guys uh, are like Seth Rogen and stuff are playing themselves, basically. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it, it was it was pretty hilarious, and um, and also finally watched uh, the Wolf of Wall Street. Oh yeah, we did too when we were in Mexico. Yeah. What'd you think? That was insane. Yeah, that was a. Uh, it was one of those ones like it was a amazing movie. You know, Goodfellas is one of my favorite movies, so it has it has a lot in common with like the story structure and all that. But it was just so like um, in every way gratuitous. I mean, in terms of like you know just the 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 greed and the drug use and the sex and just like you know the the constant like just full on abandon to what these people just fully abandoned themselves to whatever they wanted that I felt like kind of, um, I felt like depressed, you know, after watching it, right. like it, it just, it kind of was a little bit like, it's a brilliant movie, but it was just like what the, movie are we talking about? the Wolf, Wolf of, Wall, of Street. Wall Street. Oh, oh yeah. And I thought Jonah Hill was just like amazing in that movie. Yeah, he is. He, he's, he was he's one compl- of those, he's a little bit like Philip Seymour Hoffman. He kind of just disappears, even though it's like totally Jonah Hill. Yeah. But he just, disappears into this weird quirky character. yeah i would have never expected that kind of uh acting out of him you know just mm-hmm. based on the previous you know the comedies i'd seen him in right. um they say com- comedic actors are really good dramatic actors yeah because yeah, he was he was in moneyball too wasn't he yeah yes. that's the one Similar. he got nominated for yeah yeah and even uh, matthew mcconaughey made his little appearance in wolf of wall street too which is kind of yeah. So I mean, I, I feel like it was Hate you know, <laughs> I feel like it was a brilliant movie, and um, but it made Goodfellas seem tame. You know, I mean, if you thought Goodfellas was like kind of raw and um, you know this raw look at 
crime life and drug use and all that. This this made that movie seem like, you know, something for Nicktoons or whatever, <laughs> you know. But it was like, it was three hours, like, it was yeah, gratuitous it was so in its length, and, too, like the which yeah. title. But uh, the, yeah, just some of the scenes, it was like, okay, we get it already, or whatever, like the whole debate about uh, midgets and stuff, yeah. <laughs> which was like funny in a 70s 80s way 80s i guess style like conversation but yeah some of the stuff is just kind of like okay you could have like just had this as an extra or something and yeah i did feel like i felt you know like i said i think it was a great movie it deserved its oscar nomination and all that stuff and everything about it was great it's just yeah there's some movies that you watch and you just feel like uh they're just heavy emotional movies like you just feel um um like depressed afterwards you know, because of how like effed up these people's lives were. Yeah. You know, like seriously. <laughs> yeah. It's like, uh, well, the fact that that's a- like, that's him. I felt weird kind of like, you know, like, you know, it's based on true story and, and all that kind of stuff, but then seeing like he's the guy at the end or whatever talking, introducing yeah, his character or whatever at the end and that kind of stuff. And I don't think that's a spoiler. That's yeah, anyway. Um, so then it kind of felt like dirty, like, okay, we're just giving this guy more money now because, you know, presumably he's getting a cut of the, the right. movie rights. And so you're just kind of like giving this guy <laughs> even more money for living the way he did. And it's like, hey, that was interesting. Good job living that way. Here yeah. you go. Do it again. <laughs> and I like, know. yeah, thinking about him meeting, you know, Leonardo DiCaprio and et cetera and all the people involved and whatever and just kind of like, he doesn't really, he's not getting any sort of like social punishment for his... <laughs> his actions he's kind of getting rewarded for it but still maybe he already did get the punishment i don't know he maybe. went to prison obviously that's true but lost uh, his wife lost his cars i loved that the whole uh yacht scene with the chop the chop what well, i'm trying to remember now or there he was trying to get to what movie are we talking about monaco again? and the, the oh the, yeah on the yacht yeah yeah yeah, that was, that was fun yeah there's some spoilers in there there's some good stuff yeah Ding. yeah so i watched those two and uh I've been listening to, like, um, this is why I hate watching movie, shows while they're currently being aired because I have to wait a week. But so it's been like watching Game of Thrones. And then during the week, I listen to every podcast I can find about Game of Thrones oh, to try to, like, try to, like, you know, tide me over until the next week. <laughs> I haven't had a chance to watch Sunday's episode yet, so. Yeah, it was a good one. Yeah. Oh, it was good. Or maybe I did. I can't remember. It was really good. Oh. Yeah, it was a good one. But yeah. I just feel like, do you guys know why they have a shorter season this year? Game of Thrones does? Or yeah, Mad, I was listening to... I know to, Mad Men does, but... Well, I listened to the Rotten Tomatoes podcast because they... Um, it's actually a good podcast, and they talk about Game of Thrones every week. Um, and they were talking about how we've only got three more episodes left um, of the season. And That'd I'm like, 10. That, yeah, don't they normally have 13? Don't they normally have 13? I thought they had 13. Uh, I can check, but I think I think every season has been 10. That's how HBO does it. Mm, okay, well, maybe it is 10 then. I thought it was 13. And I was like, huh, I wonder why. But think about that. There's only three episodes left. I feel like, wow, the season feels like not much is really, I don't know. Uh, in the previous seasons, of course, I just watched them back to back to back. But it felt like, um, so much was happening and it was spanning all this time. And this season feels like, I feel like we're, you know, we're more than halfway through the season. And I feel like, you know, 
Nothing's really happened. They're still setting up stuff. They've been setting up stuff since episode one, you know, like, which is something actually going to happen. I'm I'm actually happy about that because in every other season, I feel like they zipped by so much information so quickly uh, that I've liked the pace of this season a lot more. I mean, I feel when, when I heard that there was only three episodes left, I was like, that made me think. I realized that I feel like we're only a quarter of a way through a season right now. As much information as we've been given, I feel like, you know, we should be about 25% through a season. You know, in no way should we be, you know, 70% done, you know, because nothing has happened yet. Like every episode has just been set up, you know. I mean, things do happen, of course, but nothing on a, like the, the, like the grand overall wedding. story hasn't moved forward really, you know. Yeah. Um, I, I disagree. Well, you're wrong. <laughs> Sword fight. <laughs> Sword yeah, fight every, with uh, every other link. season has had 10, 10 episodes. Oh, okay. Basically, you're saying well, nobody important has died. That's what you're. Well, no, I'm, I'm saying that maybe it just has to do with how I'm, this is the first season I have watched week by week. You know, all the three previous seasons I just watched, you know, back to back because they were all in one sitting. Yeah, pretty much. They were all out by the time I started watching them. So maybe it's just the nature of watching it week to week. But yeah. um, I have I have really liked this season, but I would much prefer to actually just watch it all, you know, just binge. At, at a time. Yeah. Or not even, yeah, maybe not even binge, but I definitely wouldn't wait a whole week between each episode. You know, I hate doing that, man. I don't know why TV, you know, well, I guess it sponsors and ads and all that stuff, but. Why release, you know, if you have 10 TV shows, why release one episode of each one a week? Why not release all 10 of the first? And then, you know, you get the same amount of spread, but you just just do one TV show, then the next TV show, the next TV show, instead of spreading them all out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Why can't they do that? Well, sometimes I know, like with, um, what was it, Lost, for example, they, like, they were literally making this show as it was airing. Like, they weren't finished yeah. the season or whatever. So, right. which I mean, they could just record it and then get it out, but they didn't know what they were doing, so they had to wait and see. The which is basically reactions. what Game of Thrones is doing as well, because yeah, they're they're on a month they're on a month's um, they're on a month to month production schedule. So, if there are ten episodes, that means it took them ten months to make those episodes. Hmm. Yeah, it's crazy. So, I and I mean, wait. when you think about it. Like to to film everything that they have to film, I think a month is still not enough time. Yeah, it's kind of crazy yeah. how long, how much is, especially a show like that with uh, they're, the they're probably doing like twelve, sixteen hour days. You know. Yeah. Hmm. I can't wait until Cersei dies. <laughs> what? I just can't. I hope she dies soon. Okay. And painfully, I didn't get my. You know, I didn't get the feeling of. You know, don't, um, don't say it. Don't, unless it happened two episodes ago. Yeah, I'm not. Okay, I'm talking about Joffrey dying oh, at the beginning of the season. Um, spoiler. That was not a very satisfying <laughs> thing. Just apologies for everybody who <laughs> just got one of the worst spoilers. <laughs> Post spoiler. Well, I don't. You know, if 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 you're listening to a show, and we're talking about you know some you know. Oh, I know. Just, it's your own fault. So. <laughs> Long-time listeners of this show already know that it's like spoiler. If we're we're talking about TV, if we're talking about movies, just prepare for the spoilers. But we should at least give like a a honk or something to (laughs) let them 
cover the ears. Anyways, that person's death. His, his death. About. His death was not very satisfying, and so I'm really hoping that they make up for that by making wait Cersei die painfully. How and, is how is somebody dying, choking, and sort of like half the people looking on in disgust and horror, and half the people looking on in like you know you can tell it's a bit of glee or whatever. That's not satisfying. But where whose death is what's the, what's the satisfying death? I guess what's when you see somebody. You I hate, mean, he he has been such a. Uh, uh, it, terrible, it truly is cruel... such a macabre thing to say, right? Yeah, I mean, I mean like... he, he's been such a cruel character throughout all the seasons. Like, you don't want him to just have a nice, quick, easy death. You know, you want him to be humiliated and have everything uh, taken from him. You want him to feel pain. You know, and he felt no pain. He just, you know, choked on his wine, and that was it. You know, he didn't have to suffer at all. Right. And you want him to experience some of the suffering that he has inflicted on people for three seasons now yeah and uh like so he didn't have beat, like been beaten and like i don't know i just wanted to be taken of, down a notch yeah. you know I wanted, yeah you see i don't i don't up. think that that was i don't think that that was possible uh given the storyline because yeah. for him to have a, a an elongated death like that they would have either had to kidnap him or somebody would have had to conquer westeros you know and, what? I I wanted I wanted Joffrey so to go more. through. I wanted Joffrey to go through something like what Theon went through. I wanted that kind of you know. But you see, even the for life Theon, out of him basically. You see, but you see, I disagree with that because Literally. even even with Theon, I just feel so bad for that character already. Yeah, it's just to me, it's too much. Like he he, I mean, he did some some terrible things, but they they still don't justify the way that he's yeah. been treated. Uh, That's I don't true, agree with but that. but Theon was not anywhere nearly as um, evil of a character as Joffrey has been. I don't think. But yeah, so I'm hoping that Cersei gets it somehow, painfully, <laughs> and uh, but I don't know really how that would how that would happen. She's just such a man, word I can't see, say on the show. I I don't I I don't again I don't agree with that because Cersei has not been cruel to people that that we've seen. Uh, I mean, even even some of the actions of Joffrey, she did not agree with. She didn't speak up because she would have been killed herself. But yeah, I mean, she's not at that level either. I'm starting to not like uh, Daenerys anymore. She's turned into the turned into a B word as well. <laughs> I th- I just find the storyline that she has it needs to move forward. Yeah, somehow, like get her. It feels like she's been lost wandering in the wilderness too long. Let's bring her over somehow and deal with the well, dragons. Well, she's something. getting to be like too full of herself, you know. She's getting to be like, you know, oh, I am the queen, you know, I'm the mother of dragons and I'm so important, you know. It, it, early on, you know, that's the way her brother acted and we all hated him and she was more, you know, was not like full I of herself. Seems like again. seems like she cared about the people around her and stuff like that and the longer it goes on, the more she's just like this turn it into this um, you know, Self, self. No, I, I disagree with know, that. Dictator. You're saying you don't want She's, a woman in power in Westeros, is what you're saying. No, I, exactly I disagree with that because issue. I think I think she, Daenerys, is a is a powerful woman. She's very opinionated, and her storyline is allowing her to find out how to rule correctly. She yeah. she doesn't know how to be queen. Well, then maybe and, she shouldn't be queen, Tim. It's character He's development, got man. He's got you there. <laughs> Jeez. Hey, uh, we should take a sponsor break really quick. Okay, we should. 
let's talk about our sponsor. Today, our sponsor is Campaign Monitor. Sending email doesn't need to be a chore, but Campaign Monitor makes it fun, easy, and beautiful. If you need to send an email campaign in a hurry, you can try your hand at their template builder and have a responsive email template ready in 60 seconds. With Campaign Monitor's new feature, Geolocation Segments, this is super cool. Uh, you can even you can send more personalized email to your subscribers based on their location. And now with their newly released iOS app, which I downloaded, uh, you can monitor. <laughs> you get it? Um, your account right from your phone. Wait, because monitor uh, is in the name? Yeah, that's that's oh. the name of the app, monitor. Um, so go to campaignmonitor.com, get started. Uh, their new iOS app is beautiful, just like everything else that they make. Uh, thank you so much to our sponsor, Campaign Monitor, for supporting good stuff and the intellectual radio program. I think I pretty much screw up that read every time I do the Gently Mad. <laughs> That's part of your your charm. Well, I start to read this. I, I start recording it before I've actually read through the read. So I start, um, I, I start a sentence that is just my own sentence, and then I think maybe I should say what's in the sentence in the actual, you know, document. And so then I, I sort of transition in the middle of a sentence into the sentence that's actually there and it just comes out all weird. So you just gotta speak from the heart, Adam. That's where it, That's what I do. Look for your heart. It's somewhere deep, hidden deep inside. <laughs> Speaking from his heart is what the problem is, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> your other heart then. Try your other <laughs> Well my heart tells me that um Daenerys needs to get her act together <laughs> and stop being a a capital B. <laughs> you see, I, I don't know. I don't get that vibe from her. No, I don't get the, the B I vibe. Do. I think I get the... I th- I feel like she's turning in. That's what I say. I'd, but so it's, what? It's transitioning into that is what I'm saying. She, It's like she, uh, you know, it's almost like, uh, you know, she, I think some people like in her inner circle or whatever could even potentially be afraid for their lives even. I mean, she's just turning into that sort of, I am the dictator... What? I am the ruler. Everyone will do what I say. You know. Did you not? Did you not watch the latest episode where where this guy changes her mind? Earmuffs, Chris. Oh, sorry, Chris. No, I can't plug my ears from. I did. I'm just saying. I think. I think that I'm starting to the storyline. The storyline of the latest episode completely disproves what you just said. I don't think anybody fears for their life around her. I don't think so. Look what she's doing. She's she is she's pitting her own people against each other, you know, uh, and it's just and that that kind of just pissed me off. I was like, you know, you're just playing with the one guy, and then it's like, hmm, maybe I'll just kind of let him know that you know, he you know, um, can't just do whatever you know. It's just it's like he's pitting what I don't remember these people's names, but the the younger guy and the older guy and <laughs> whatever. I just I you know. I have, no, I have no yeah. patience anymore for this drama. You know, it's <laughs> you like, just, just get your stuff done. You know, do what you're going to do. Take the castle. Don't take the castle. Let's get on with it. All right. <laughs> I have no patience for your, your castle, you know, drama and who you want to sleep with and who you want to know or don't know and blah, blah, blah. So <laughs> I'm in a bad mood today. Thanks, you know man. what? <laughs> F you guys. I'm hanging up. <laughs> wow. Um, no, I I really I really like the the latest episode. I think I think that clears some stuff up, especially. Hang up? I don't know. Hey, I was uh, just teasing. Okay. That was a joke. And uh, I also I think the the storyline of of um of Tyrion's 
you know, trial and how, man, how that's going uh, is also very interesting. So I do like that. Tyrion is like the, he's like the only likable character practically left in the show. Yeah. I love one of his lines in this latest episode. He's like, I wish I was the monster that you think I am. Yeah. And I was like, man, that's, that's so, I don't know. It was deep. It was deep. Yeah, I feel like we can't talk about it because Chris hasn't seen it yet. It's it's Thursday, man. What's going on? Well, <laughs> I was visiting my grandpa who's in the hospital. Okay, so cut me some slack. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. Were you there all week? How's by he the way? doing? How's he doing? By the way, uh, well, not good. He's he won't be going home, but uh, he's. I mean, oh. he's ninety four and he's had a good life, so it's not not. Uh, it's still just tough to see, obviously. Um, but yeah, that's. I wasn't about to like say, "Hey, Grandpa, you want to watch Game of Thrones while <laughs> right <laughs> hanging out?" <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm sorry, man. No, it's all. All right, it's not all good, I guess. But it's yeah, it's good in terms of how it could be, could be worse. But yeah, no. I know. I, I was waiting for Adam to say something so I could make him feel bad. To... <laughs> no, you wanted to. Uh, there's a whole. Uh, there's another a discussion for another show of aging and death and. All that kind of stuff. That's what's on my mind, but I don't have good, clear thoughts about it right now. Um, yeah, well, we've talked about marriage. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Well, and I, like I told you, Chris, I thought last week, you know, a natural follow-up to my discussion with Tim on marriage was that you and I should discuss divorce, but you didn't really <laughs> want to do that. So um, yeah. so we, we talked more about marriage and parenting. So, yeah, it's only logical that, you know, we should talk about um, aging and death and suffering, mm-hmm. you know? By the way, Adam, I I have... Your answer to um, my question about what was your biggest surprise in marriage, it has still is still profoundly impacted me. And I don't I've even sh- remember my answer now. I've shared that I've shared that with quite a few people. Um, <laughs> what was my answer? Your answer was that you found out how incredibly selfish you were. Oh, that's See, not true. I would. It's not true anymore. <laughs> that was just a lie you made up. <laughs> You've told all these people this profound. I was, I was feeling generous that day, you know. Jeez. No, I would kidding. say, in, as by no, way of truth, what we felt, what we talked about, that I think has more to do with you having kids than being married. Is what I would. Yeah, maybe submit. it's difficult to. Yeah, like I told Chris, I feel like maybe I was conflating, you know, marriage and and parenting a bit, but it's hard to separate those two things for me because they all kind of happen at the same time. So. Yeah. Um, you know, there was no like shift in life from being single to being married and then another right. shift into being parents. It was a shift from being single to being married and having kids. Yeah. Right, so, right. um, cause that's where I definitely like, I didn't get the like, Oh, I'm so selfish vibe when I got married. I'm sure my wife thought I was selfish or whatever. <laughs> I didn't clue into that part. But, um, but then yeah, when, when we had kids, it was kind of like, Holy crap. I had no idea how much I was concerned with myself and what yeah. I'm doing and what I'm about to do. And, and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, 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 that was a good one. Uh, we had two good weeks, so I guess this, this week is it just is required to be kind of a a lame episode. Uh, <laughs> next week we'll be back for another. Why good do you one. have to do that? Why do you declare it a lame episode <laughs> on the air? You you predispose <laughs> the listener. The listener so far had thought, man, this show rocks, yeah. and then you're like, oh, this is a lame episode. I'm with Adam though. I'm with about. I love setting, riling you up. Setting too. yeah, That's setting low expectations, and then jeez, if you fail, it's like, well, it's because it was the crappy episode, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Hey, listen, no, I disagree listen, with both of you. Everything I do is is fairly lame. I do it so, what? I was just completing the lyric. Everything, everything I do. Everything I do. I do oh yeah, I do it for you. I saw Noah. 
since we're not talking oh, about good. movies and TV shows. How was that? Yeah. Are you guys are you guys not allowed to talk about that one too? Well, we were going to do that, but then Tim uh, I backed, backed out. out. Well, we should have done it, Adam. We should. We Actually, should still do I really it. liked it. I want to back out of Spider-Man. <laughs> okay, I'll go in for Spider-Man for you. Tim can go out for... Noah. That was a... Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm like over at this point. It's been Spider-Man, so long since I saw it. Let me just yeah. say about Spider-Man. The stupid... like. Did you see it? Yeah, I saw it when we were in Mexico. Oh. The... Uh, Did you guys just watch movies the whole time? No, we just saw two. I think The Wolf no. of Wall Street and Spider-Man <laughs> no, 2. No, they didn't. And looked at no. the beach. The, uh, the stupid scene, like I don't know why they added the whole plot device. This doesn't spoil anything because it's so dumb. You're just going to watch and be like, oh yeah, Chris was so right. The, like with the jetliner is about to collide. That that scene, do you oh, remember? Oh, right, right, You're right. just like, what the heck is this? Like just the, the fact that he's trying to rescue... Oh, yeah. Stop so and so and get the power back on for the city. That's enough of a like, holy crap moment or whatever. Like don't, don't <laughs> add in this idea that somehow these two in above New York City, there's two planes that are going to collide and they're going to collide exactly in five minutes, and we're just going to start the timer and watch and wait. You know, and like there is literally no other way we could possibly stop that now. And uh, or, yeah. well, I mean, it's probably true. There are tons of planes that come into New York City all the time. Oh, I know, but like just that idea of like, well, first of all, it's just two. If like if there is, there's tons of them, right? It's not just gonna be two, and then also that that they would just be like, I understand planes crash sometimes, and that's kind of happens, right. but that they would like not do any sort of evasive planning or mover maneuver or well, I don't know. Anyways, it would just kind of. All right, can we switch? Can like like can are are we? Are we not going to talk about Adam's topic? Because if we're not going to talk about Adam's topic, we might as well record full screen right now. <laughs> well, let's let's talk about well whatever you want. We got fifteen more minutes, so we want to talk about the topic. It's not because really, because I have so I much to was, add to what Chris just said. Okay, well maybe after we'll record a full screen. Right, I like Adam's topic because okay, so Adam, you, you introduce your topic. Forty-five I, minutes in, I just uh, there was just an article that I read, and I was like, oh, interesting article that I disagree with. So, I mean, I don't really, I didn't prepare a statement. You know your opening statements, okay? <laughs> but well, I mean, basically, the article is on the Signal versus Noise blog, and it was just a guy talking about um, how it's not okay, to, how it's um, okay not to use tools in web design, right? And he was talking about how you know um, sometimes it's just faster, you know, and better to just um, uh, code. Maybe just a, if it's a small little website, just make you know. Um, five or six, seven flat HTML files. Who cares if you have to duplicate, you know, the header and footer seven times and stuff like that? And you know, why use SAS or a preprocessor? You know, if it's just a small website, just use straight CSS and stuff like that. And while the title "It's Okay Not to Use Tools" is certainly true, I just kind of disagreed with the whole premise of the article. And um, I saw a few people tweet it, and I was like, huh. I often don't feel like I often don't disagree because I often don't feel like I'm smart enough to disagree on some of these kind of topics. And I did in this one. So, you know, anything to make me feel smarter. <laughs> I just, what I did feel you like, disagree with? Yeah, yeah. So my, yeah. So my point is, is that, um, um, no, it doesn't make any sense. You know, it, it maybe if that is the only website you're ever going to build, sure. Then it makes sense. Do it that way because why spend the time learning a different system, you know, if this is the only website you're going to build. But the argument of this is small, so we don't need these tools for the small ones, doesn't hold any water because the whole point of those tools is to create systems and create speed, and and you should use them for everything. You know, um, If you're going to say on all the small sites, we're not going to use our tools that speed everything up, 
you are wasting time. Does that make sense? Right. Yeah. And I, I, so I just, yeah, I agree. I, I would feel like you. if it was a seven page website, eight page website, I would still use SAS. Of course, it doesn't matter. I mean, if I have, if I write any CSS at all, I'm going to use SAS. I mean, it's just faster and better. It's part of the process. If I were to not use it, I'd be breaking out of my process, which would slow things down. I, I don't understand, like, you know, this argument that he has. If you're ever going to build more than one website, why would you not use your tools with the argument that, oh, it's just a small site, you know? Right. I agree with you that there's holes in the article. I think my issue was that they, he says, like, don't, or he or she, I don't know who, uh, anyway, um, he, Jonas, um, he said that don't use a CMS, you know, because it's a simple little site. You don't need CMSs and logins because then you have to deal with logins and security patches and templates and maintenance. Which is true, but and he says these tools are made by geeks for geeks, which isn't true at all because CMSs were made so that normal people wouldn't have to worry about HTML and CSS and so like because I was thinking like oh. he he hands this site off that he built to somebody and I was if I was in the situation like he handed it off to somebody and then they say a, a month later like can we update this puppy that's available isn't available anymore and we don't understand HTML what do we do and then he's right. like well I'll go in and fix it for you but if I get hit by a bus you're gonna have to find some other guy geek to fix it for you yeah Whereas it just seems they, incredibly short-sighted yeah. to me you know and he had that sentence in there where he's like uh today a basic html css site seems almost uh passe but why is it because our new tools are so significantly better or because we've gone overboard complicating simple things yeah it's because our new tools are so significantly better you know i mean so yeah that kind of uh, <laughs> answers your question and makes the whole article pointless so um they are significantly better. There's a reason we use these tools. I don't know why I'm getting so um, like worked up over it. <laughs> well, I think it's because... I'm just ready to punch someone today. <laughs> I feel like Tyler Durden over here. I need to get some aggression out. You know? You should go, go watch some movies. But uh, I, I do. I think, you know... Yeah, you're right. He, he's, like, he's like saying, oh, you know, because of a CMS, you know, you got to deal with a login. You got to update the CMS. <laughs> like, that is a mountain of work, you know? And he's he actually said... Where was it? It's pushing customers a button, needs, bro. Yeah, I know. He's <laughs> uh, like, people need, you know, simple designs, clear writing, less tech, and fewer abstractions. Yeah. And because they need those things is why we use the tools, you know? Yeah, that's why you'd use, like, Craft CMSs, like their WordPress plugin or whatever that they have where you can, like, edit the page live on the page, right? Like, that would make it simple. It's still back-end, back-ended, not Craft. Which one is it? There's somebody who has, like, a WordPress plugin that you can, like... Oh, it's barley. Barley, that's what I'm thinking of, yeah. Um, I don't know. I just thought, you but know. Anyway. All right, so I'm going to do the annoying thing that Chris does and plays play devil advocate here. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, when when you're really upset, Chris gets, you know, into his devil's advocate mode, <laughs> and I hate it. Um, but I, I, I do find his points interesting on two levels. The first one, um, I... I understand his sentence about the fact that a static site generator uses Markdown and usually you need other uh, command line knowledge to run that. And I think that that could be difficult for somebody that doesn't know what they're doing. Uh, if, I mean, if someone doesn't know what, how and what or what a CMS is or how to use it, I mean, I'd, I'd find it very difficult to believe that they understand Markdown and how to use any command line tools or anything like that. So I understand, yeah. I understand it from that perspective. I also understand it from another perspective, which is the front-end developer mentality. 
Um, because more recently we're creating these, you know, so many different frameworks for everything. Mm-hmm. And, and I feel that sometimes, yes, it does, it does slow us down. I mean, I, there have been projects that it takes me hours to just set up and it's because of all these tools that we use. Yes. In the long run, it does make my job easier and I do appreciate it. Um, but if you're looking at it from a short, short sighted point of view, which is the point of view that this article is <clears throat> the point of view that this article is written in, uh, then I do understand why you would think that using SAS is a, is difficult just for an eight page website. Yeah, but the reality I, I, is that yeah. you know how, <laughs> I mean, how probable is is it that this website is going to stay eight pages and not expand into something bigger, which is usually the case and is usually the reason why we use these other tools. And I've heard people make that exact argument. Well, this is never going to be exciting. It still doesn't matter. I mean, if you're, why not use your? If I'm going to build a house, I'm going to say, you know what? These tools are just getting so complicated. I'm not going to use a nail gun. I'm going to use a hammer the way it was intended to be done. <laughs> sure, feel free to do that. Take twice as long, you know, um, but there's a reason we have these tools. And I, I do agree with the sentiment that as kind of nerds and geeks and, you know, technical people, we love fiddling with things. We love tweaking our systems and tools and processes. And sometimes we can do that to the extreme so that actually getting work done doesn't happen and things start having a much higher barrier to entry. But so, so I do agree with that, you know, sentiment that does happen, but you know, just kind of maybe just the, the examples he was using or the way he was trying to make his point. I felt like, um, no, I would use my tools, the tools in my toolbox that speed up my development and make me a better designer and developer. I would use those tools no matter how small the project was. Project size doesn't dictate whether or not right. you use your tools, you know? Right. Um, and I, I love, I love his last size. sentence here. Right. I love his last sentence. Remember when the web was damn simple? It still can be. It's up to us to make it that way. Oh, yeah. You remember when we used to do sites and tables? Yeah. And we, we, we wrote all of our styles in line. Is, yeah. that, is that what's being talked about here? Because I, I remember those days and they weren't good. Yeah. I all of the, the sites we made days, looked though. like crap. The front page days were the glory days. Did you see what Mike said in the chat room? <laughs> so much love here. <laughs> Listen, Mike, I'm in a grumpy mood today. If you don't want to come under the fire of my words, you better watch your effing mouth. All right? He was only going to be here for 10 minutes, but uh, I think we just shortened his, uh, his stay. Uh, I don't know where this is coming from. I, I love serious. you, Mike. Please don't, please don't hold us accountable for Adam's <laughs> words. Um, uh, all yeah, right. So it was an well, I'm glad I brought this up. No, it was good. You, you that was a good discussion. That was that was the first like actual topic discussion we've done in like I think about forty episodes. <laughs> we haven't even done forty. <laughs> but we tend to just sort of ramble, which is great. I love doing that with you guys, but you know I don't know where I was going with that sentence either. I have no idea either. I think that what bugged you about it probably is that everybody kind of shared it around because it was one of those 37 signals type things. I was like, oh, yeah, minimal, simple, blah, blah, blah. And then when you actually read it, it's like, this doesn't make any sense. This is stupid. Stop sharing it around. And, yeah, and you know. It, like, it's good to share that kind of stuff and think, but read the article and actually go past the headline and say, this is actually stupid. There's not. There's no meat here. Yeah. 
So I, I yeah yeah I don't know I, I, if I say anything else about it, I'll just be repeating myself. Whoa whoa, so. whoa whoa wait a second. So you're saying that people don't read stuff on the internet? People don't even and, listen to and stuff have on the an opinion too. on it anyway before they share. Yeah. Oh my goodness, mind blown. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I was on a podcast yesterday. What? That's nice. That was a segue. I guess not a very good one. Which one were you on? A WordPress podcast. A very famous WordPress podcast. There's no oh, such nice. thing as a famous WordPress podcast. <laughs> there is. Uh, alienating the listeners, Chris. Come on. <laughs> There's no such thing as a listener. Yeah. I'm a bot. Podcast bot. There, I posted my... I'm, I'm advertising the competition today. Um, oh, nice. You look yeah. good, Chris. Oh, I thanks. like that red. That red looks good on you. Yeah. You look terrible. Chris. Much better than that. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> um, all right. So uh, is there anything else that we'd like to touch on? I mean, we have all of these like back topics that we haven't even talked about. Well, that's because we watch, well, Adam I don't watches feel... a TV show and then that, that kind of distracts <laughs> his brain from thinking about anything too deep. And so we kind of just get stuck. I don't feel like we're a good topic show. You know, we, we shouldn't have, we just, we need to, this is our hour each week to catch up with each other and see how things are going. And if other people want to listen in, they're welcome to do that, you know, but and we hope this isn't, do. you know, don't expect to learn anything. So unless we talk about marriage. Then I got some crap to say. <laughs> so next week, Adam's going to be talking about divorce. But before that, we're going to let his <laughs> wife listen to all the episodes so he can actually have some experience with divorce. <laughs> you guys make it out to be like, I'm just on here like slamming my wife all the time, which is not ever the case. You guys, I don't say anything. <laughs> I, I, you know, I was going to try to say something positive, but I couldn't think of anything. That's, yeah, don't. You guys watch Brooklyn when I reach Nine-Nine. when I reach when I reach in the positive jar, I usually come up empty. You know. <laughs> Whoa, Mike's got a beard. Wow, he looks good in that, that shirt. shirt. That's uh, dang. Oh wait, let me see. Let me check. It's a little oh, bit nice. like it's kind of like seeing uh, Mariana Rivera in like a Arizona Diamondbacks or whatever uniform, you know, like seeing a superstar <laughs> podcaster with your team's shirt on your uniform. Right. I think. Yeah, Mike, I'm not sure you should wear that shirt, man. Seriously. I think uh, I'm surprised you're um, allowed to go into work with that thing on. <laughs> Has he got like a SimCity or 8-bit wallpaper background, Hey, eh? Looks neat. This is the podcast it, I, where we discuss Mike's living room. Nice. Mike Hurley of England. I think I think uh, like if if your shirt, Chris, and Mike's shirt like got too close together, like everything would just explode. Like... Can we, can we can we talk a little night? frankly about his beard right now? I, I I love you, Mike, but I feel like this beard is a bit is is just too long. It's too long. If he was looking you at you don't like the you don't like the hipster beards. If you were looking yeah. at his profile in eHarmony, you could give it the thumbs down. But I know, well, as of a few weeks ago, anyways, Mike's uh, lady friend. He had a seemed to have a lady friend, and I'm assuming she approves of said beard. But I, I agree with you. It's 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 starting to get like the the soup catcher kind of look. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's too long. It's too long. Too long. What about we my life? We have a we have a lot of euphemisms in today's titles. I don't yeah, know we what do. You're talking about. <laughs> oh, nice. 
foobar at Aerolab. Okay, we'll put that in the show notes. So Mike's the the wallpaper that we were talking about. Someone has found Willman Duffy. Or no. Oh, oh nice. Are you Mike gonna did. braid it, Mike? Are you braiding your beard now? That's what you're gonna do. He's trying to do a full doll, doll rimple, I think, is what he's after. Oh. Nice. Anyway, stop pandering to the chat room. They don't. <laughs> we don't the normally British have we don't normally have celebrities in the chat room though. <laughs> You're right. Sorry, I shouldn't laugh. <laughs> yeah, you had that little like <laughs> gleeful laugh. Like, oh, <laughs> uh, that was pretty insulting, Chris. You, you know what? I saw. This. Speaking of Britain <laughs> and England, I saw a trailer for a TV show somewhere. It was like twelve American women got flown over to in England, and it's some sort of like they they think they're gonna get to date Prince Harry. It's a guy who looks a lot like Prince Harry, but he's not actually Prince Harry. So the show, the whole premise of the show, I'm guessing, I can't remember, it's like Mary Harry or something like that. The whole premise of the show is that they get to, they get duped and think that they're going to meet this, date this celebrity, famous, you know, prince, royal person. And uh, and they don't, it seems like a, uh, what am I trying to say, like a, a cruel and unusual punishment to put someone through. But I guess that's what passes for American TV these days too. So I don't know. That wasn't uh yeah, sounds awful, like Will's dead. That's all I have to say about that. Brooklyn Nine Nine, though, have you seen it? Ninety Nine, have you seen that? Adam oh, Sandler's. It, no, it's Ad, Brooklyn Nine Nine. Brooklyn Nine Nine. It's not yeah. ninety nine. Sorry, I was up early this morning. <laughs> Andy Samberg's show. I have not seen it. Oh, good show. Is it good. Yeah, I thought it would be just like a vehicle for him to just crack one liners and, you know, do an extended SNL skit. And four episodes in, I think so far. It's still, I've heard that that show is very well written. Yeah. Like it's a sitcom, and it's you know it's got some of those sort of dumb sitcommy jokes, but right, yeah, it's actually really good. I was surprised. Man, that's what everybody's saying. I'll have to I'll have to check it out. He won an award for that show, didn't he? Yeah, like a a Golden Globe, Emmy or Globe or whatever. Yeah, something like that. So anyway, more good stuff to check out. <laughs> TM. All right, well, Adam's done, I guess. So uh, we'll. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> We'll, we'll stop. I don't have to pipe in on everything. No? Nope. So back next week with Divorce Talk with Adam and... Uh, yep. And From the front lines. <laughs> Deep in the <laughs> trenches of divorce. <laughs> Where can uh, the, the folks find you at? Oh, what was the podcast you, you mentioned? You were, we should link to it at least, the, the, the world-famous WordPress podcast that you're on. Uh, it's called The Matt Report. The Matt it's report. just uh, mattreport.com. It's not posted yet, so oh, okay. maybe we link to it next week or something. Right. It was a fun interview, though. Um, yeah, it was fun. Oh, his website would like to send me push notifications. Fancy. <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't have push notifications on good stuff. We should get on that. Yeah, let's we don't not. have a, we don't have a lot of good we don't have a lot of things on good stuff. <laughs> All right. Okay, Adam, where can folks find you then? Otherwise, uh, AV Clark on Twitter is probably best place. Tim, over to you. Uh, I am T Tim Smith on Twitter and ttimsmith.com. All right, and I'm I Chris on Twitters, and uh, we will be back next week, same time, same place. Uh, something else what I was going to say and <laughs> thanks to Campaign Monitor for sponsoring this episode of the Intellectual Radio Program. Thank you folks for listening and especially thanks to you folks who tuned in live. We really do appreciate it and we'll see you next time.
Bye. Bye.